This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to part two of Elizabeth Weber. If you haven't already, go back to last week's Port Charles 411. I think that was October... Third? Third, yep. And listen to Amanda share first 10 years that we had our Liz. And I say that this is quite possibly going to be a three-part episode. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think it's going to be Stay tuned. So I'm going to get us started with 2008 to 10, and I used generalhospitalfandom.com, soapcentral.com. I used crazy YouTube because... Oh, there it is. Okay. So on the General Hospital Wikipedia, we realized that they did not really have anything for a lot of the years. Mm -hmm. So we had to do a ton of extra research for Miss Elizabeth Weber. And so on YouTube, if you type in Elizabeth Weber 2008, 148 episodes come up. Nice. Thank you, Lilac, Lilac Star 2, Lilac Star 1, Peta Lauda 8, and Emmy Crago. All of you contributed to those 148 episodes. I did not watch all 148. Thank goodness. And they were not the full episodes. They were just, just the so clips. some of them were like three and four minutes long. Some were 10 to 15. Right. But I did watch a good bit on generalhospitalfandom.com. They don't start Liz until November. And she got started, okay. you know, day one, because it was right after Lucky found out that he was really Jake's dad. Mm. Yeah. But, I feel like she's involved I mean, in that. There's a lot. So it says that Lucky and Liz started the New Year strained. He confronts her about New Year's Eve and not being at work all night. So I guess she had a babysitter and he was like, well, I thought I was spending the night with the three of you. And she's like, well, I already got a sitter. It was slow. They didn't need me. So they said I could go home early. Am I supposed to? What did she say? 
Does that satisfy you, detective? Yes. Was that a good enough alibi or something? Yeah, exactly. That said, was it. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yep. And then Jason comes and they t- start flirting and talking at the hospital, talk about getting dinner. Liz is desperate to try to get someone to watch the kids so that she can go out with Jason. And Sam overhears her leaving a message for a babysitter offering to pay double. And Sam tells her that if she needs someone to watch the kids, she sure lucky wouldn't mind bringing them to her place. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. She says there's no way she's allowing Sam around her kids. And Sam says, you always say that like you had immaculate conception. And boy, do we know that's not true. (laughs) And she brings up that they are Lucky's kids too. At least that's what they want the world to know. She brings up that Liz and Jason have to sneak around because of his work. He's married to his work because if he wasn't, he would be seeing his son. And I mean, it just really keeps going. Sam was angry. Rightfully so. Sam was angry. Mm -hmm. So then Liz does winds up, I guess she gets a sitter and she goes to the safe house where she finds Jason tenderly looking at a drawing that she had made of Jake. And Liz convinces Jason to pose for her so that she can portray him holding Jake. So she can finish the drawing with him holding Jake. I think she was just trying to get him to take his shirt off. And then they started kissing. (laughs) Sam then winds up telling Carly that Jason is Jake's father. And Carly winds up saying something about how Sam hopped around from Sonny to Jax to Jason. Carly did the same exact lineup, right? In a different order. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole reason why I put that in there. (laughs) So then we're back with Jason and Liz and... He's looking at a picture of Jake from Christmas. Liz tells him that he could be there to share in the son's happiness. And Jason says they agreed that it's safer if no one knows the truth. And she asks if it was a bad idea to show him pictures. And and he said that being with her makes it bearable for him. They wish they had more time together. It's complicated. Blah, 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 blah. Carly eventually confronts Liz saying that she knows that Jason's Jake's dad. You know, they argue. Typical Carly Liz. Yes. Okay. Oh, so Carly says to Liz, (laughs) okay, hold it. This is good because Liz tells Carly that she's upset because Jason didn't confide in her because she found out from Sam that Jason was the dad that, and Sonny knew, Mm -hmm. but not Carly. Because Carly has a big mouth and that's why he didn't tell her. That's not why. It was because of how she reacted. Okay. All angry and everything. And he's like, that's why I didn't tell you. So then Liz tells her that she's just upset Jason didn't confide in her. Carly doesn't believe that Jason would wanted to keep Jake a secret. Jason would never give up his son. Liz can't believe the ridicule coming from the town. (laughs) Floozy? Yes. Carly slaps her. And then Liz tells her she needs to leave. Carly thinks that Liz got pregnant on purpose. Liz tells her that she and Jason made a miracle together, which is something that Carly can never have with him. Oh, wait. Then Carly says, you made a baby, any B word, and he can do that. Wow. And Liz says how she gave him the son that he's always wanted. Yeah. Carly mentions how pathetic it is that Liz gave. Oh, and this is when she says something about Jacob Martin. And she looks at her and is like, you gave him his initials. How pathetic is that? And hmm she says that she was like the girl in high school writing her crush's name all over her no- notebook by doing that. <laughs> so then Liz asks Carly how she finds out. Carly doesn't say, but of course she guesses that it was Sam. Right. And then 
Lucky shows up and oh, Lucky shows up at Sam's place and she says that she hates herself sometimes, but didn't tell Lucky why, even though she, he asked her to tell him and she asked him to hold her. Then Liz shows up, furious at Sam for making trouble. Lucky comes to the doorway and asks what's going on. Liz tells him that Sam went to Carly and told him that Jake was Jason's son. Lucky asks Sam why she did it and she tells him that Carly kept belittling her and she lashed out. She tells Lucky that she did regret it. Liz is ready to tell Lucky about Sam's other betrayals when she watched Jake get kidnapped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't believe she held that in for so long. But he got a phone call and had to go. Well, he wants Liz to leave with him, but both she and Sam insist that they need to talk further. Once they're alone, Liz reminds Sam that Lucky does not know that she watched Jake being kidnapped and did nothing, or that Sam was responsible for hiring the two men to pretend to be thugs to threaten Liz and the children. They basically just agree that they need to keep Jake away from Jason and Lucky needs to pretend to be the father for Jake's protection. Liz tells Carly that this doesn't concern her and asks her to stay out of it. And of course, Carly refuses because it's Jason. And Jason tells Sonny that Carly knows, blah, 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 blah. Sonny asks Jason why he's letting Liz keep a secret son when he has always been honest about telling the truth and not keeping secrets. Jason explains that he can't put his son at risk because of his line of work. Sonny reminds him that he has three kids. And Jason tells him that he can't do his job of protecting Sonny and his family if he has to worry about Liz and Jake all the time. So Jason goes to stop by Liz's and she sees Liz taking care of Jake. Like she's just sitting on the couch and, you know, whenever you play with your baby when they're really little and you're just, Mm -hmm. I miss that time. And he watches he just watches her play while looking through the window and he winds up never going knocking and going in right after this is when cam started playing with matches. Uh, He was only like four or five. This kid kept running out the door Mm -hmm. and she was just like, okay, go play. Yeah. I was just, I was so confused by it because (laughs) again, haven't watched everything leading up to it, but she's like, Cameron, you're not, I don't care if, I don't know if it's Jimmy's house, but like Jimmy's mom says it's okay to play with matches. In this house, we don't. And I'm like, where's Jimmy's mom? (laughs) Maybe someone should have a talk with Jimmy's mom. Firemen need to come. We just talked the other day about how they don't have a fire department, even though they do have a fire department. Right. We need some hot firemen to teach these kids some fire safety. You know, they need the EMTs. I mean, I guess that's important too. Especially in the hospital. Yes. They showed them bringing... Shiloh's body in the other day. Yeah, but that's... Or was that the coroner? Uh, I thought that was the EMTs, but I could be wrong. I don't know. But yeah, I agree. They need a whole paramedic set. Mm-hmm. But the hot fireman could teach us all some fire safety tips. Yeah. So then, like, she's going upstairs to put Jake to bed, and she comes down, and Cameron had lit a match mm-hmm. and thrown it. And when he heard her coming down, he threw it in the garbage can and ran outside. Like he does. And so she ran after him and the door shut behind them and it locked because the door, she had told him previously, don't slam it because it'll automatically lock. I have to get that fixed, you know? Right. Very good foreshadowing there. Yes. So as she's walking up the front steps with holding his hand, like you're going to get in trouble. She can't open the door. So she picks up one of, she, her one neighbor hears her screaming, although she wasn't really screaming and we've heard her scream. Right. But it was more of that panicky. All she kept saying was Jake, you know, because Jake's upstairs sleeping. Yeah. So she grabs one of the little kids chairs that are at the like little picnic table and smashes the window through. The neighbor winds up taking care of Cameron. She runs 
She gets straight to the hospital and there's a hostage situation going on. And this woman is in pain and her husband has like the bomb strapped to him Mm. and everything. And as soon as Liz walks in, Sam goes, Elizabeth, you need to get Jake out of here. And of course, Liz responds in Liz's way. Uh Uh And then the guy shows the bomb and is like, okay, cool. We got another hostage. And Sam actually negotiates with him to allow, she's like, there's enough doctors. Please just let, like, she's a nurse here. Let her have her son take, looked at. Yeah. So Epiphany takes Jake and Liz almost passes out. And that's when they realized that she had cut her leg on the window as she was smashing it. And so she was basically bleeding out. She gets treated and Epiphany tells Liz that they're going to take good care of Jake. And after the hostage situation is after the hostage situation is settled, Lucky brings Jake to see Liz. Later that night, Jason snuck into the hospital to see Liz and thank her for saving their son. He talks about wanting to be with Liz and Jake as a family, but Liz tells him that they made an arrangement for a reason. Jason says he won't leave his work, but he does dream of that. Liz says they need to stop hoping for a perfect world and be happy with what they do have. Mm -hmm. Liz later started having nightmares while she was in the hospital. And when she was discharged, she wound up coming home and finding Jake with Sam because Lucky had been called away on police business. Sam tries to make amends. Liz threatens her and says she's going to tell Lucky that Sam stood by. I'm just going to, I don't even know how to reference that because... We can't keep saying that she stood by and watched Jake every single time. <laughs> what she knows about Jake or like what Sam did. Yes. What Sam did from now on <laughs> means watch Jake get kidnapped and hired the thugs, period. They argue back and forth about what each other has done and to who Sam winds up saying that she's falling in love with Lucky. Before Liz finishes her diatribe, she notices that her leg was bleeding and almost passed out. Sam did help her to the couch. Lucky wound up getting there shortly afterwards. Elizabeth winds up back in the hospital. Sam actually came and apologized to visit. Sam actually came to the hospital to apologize for not keeping Liz up to date with how serious she and Lucky were. You know, because Liz just thought that they were a fling. Mm -hmm. Sam says, I could love him. And she just wanted, Sam just wants to be part of the boys' lives. Elizabeth tells her that no way after what she's done. Sam tells her that she made a horrible lapse in judgment and Liz asks how she can trust her when she did what she did. Lucky's out in the hallway. Oh. As all this is going on. People need to learn to speak more carefully. Mm -hmm. Sam calls Liz out as being the, quote, town saint Mm -hmm. and, and all the terrible people inflict suffering on her. And Liz tells her that when she's not working, she does laundry, changing diapers, and cleaning up puke. She didn't plan all of this. She didn't plan for Cam's new friend to teach him that it was fun to play with matches. And she did not plan to almost burn down the house. And then after Sam left, Lucky came in demanding to know what she and Sam were talking about. And Liz told him that he had to talk to Sam, which I give her a lot of credit because right. typically Liz would be like, let me tell you. Exactly. Lucky interrogates her about why she doesn't trust Sam and the kids. And she eventually tells him the truth about Sam seeing Jake get kidnapped and hiring men. And Lucky was stunned. Lucky then confronts Sam and they split. Then Liz, then basically like Liz's stories kind of go more into the background. Mm -hmm. One thing that dragged out for months was she thought that she hit Sam with her car because she kept dozing off 
and it was actually Monica driving drunk that hit Sam. So I wasn't getting into all that back and forth because end result, it was Monica. Yes. And then Liz winds up chloroformed and knocked out by Diego, AKA the text message killer, which we, that's when we find out that that was Diego. Mm -hmm. And she struggled with Diego as he was driving, causing him to crash. Winds up Sam was in the trunk. Jason and Lucky show up and there's fighting and then the car goes over the cliff with Sam in it. That's not dumb. Yep. But as we know, she lived. Spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> and then over the next few months, it's just a lot of should Jason and Liz get together? Jason did ask her to marry him, but then Liz winds up taking care of Michael because he had been shot and was in a coma. So then Jason tells her his life will never be safe enough for them. And so he retracts the proposal. In June, Sam and Liz talk. Liz apologized for her behavior. And while she could never forget Sam allowing her son to be kidnapped, she would try to forgive her. They both decided it was unhealthy for the two women to carry these grudges for so long. Then Lucky and Liz had the boys at family dinner at Kelly's and Jason saw them and looked really sad. And then she's involved in like other stories with Patrick and Robin And eventually tells Lucky to give Sam a second chance. And that was only 2008. So then in 2009, Elizabeth was poisoned while assisting in a surgery. Lucky stayed by her bedside and promised to be there for the boys if she did not make him. When was it that she was supposed to be written out? 2011 is what I want to say. So this wouldn't have been the one that story dictated. She did get sick at one point and missed a couple weeks. Okay. So I don't know. So that's not, this is not the story that was almost dictating her leave then. No. That's good, I guess. All right. So she's in the hospital. Then there was an explosion that caused a fire that led to an evacuation of the hospital. Although Elizabeth wanted him to leave with her, Lucky stayed behind to help. They kissed goodbye before Elizabeth was put on the helicopter. Lucky was later reunited with Elizabeth at Mercy Hospital when Emily's twin sister, Rebecca Shaw, arrives in town. Nicholas begins to get infatuated with Rebecca. Rebecca pursues Lucky, but of course. (laughs) But the two end their relationship after a request from Nicholas. Elizabeth, I'm sorry, that would be weird for your brother to be dating your dead dead wife's twin sister. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Elizabeth and Nicholas begin drinking at Jake's and their dates eventually lead to one night stands. Here's the thing. (laughs) The definition of a one night stand. Correct. (laughs) Can we just say booty calls? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Despite Elizabeth dating Lucky, Lucky and Elizabeth, the one night stands, despite Elizabeth being dating Lucky. Lucky and Elizabeth get engaged in September, 2009 after Jake was nearly run over by Edward Quartermain. So let's just recap. (laughs) Jake has in fact been hit by a car twice and was almost hit by Edward Quartermain. Yes. Okay. And kidnapped twice. Yes. Okay. He's had a lot happen to him in his short life. Yes. Elizabeth tries to end things with Nicholas, but they are soon having an affair. (laughs) Again, once it's more than a one night stand, it's an affair. And if you're dating somebody else, if you're in some kind of a committed relationship with someone and you are seeing someone on the side, that also is an affair. Yes. You don't need a wedding ring for it to be considered an affair. No, absolutely not. Mm -mm. Lucky's father, Luke, finds out, though, and tries to convince Elizabeth to be truthful with Lucky. Rebecca also finds out and tries to blackmail Elizabeth into breaking up with Lucky. When she refuses, Rebecca goes to Lucky's house to tell him, only to get hit by Nicholas by accident. (laughs) When Elizabeth comes to the hospital, 
Trying to stop Rebecca from saying anything to Lucky, she finds out that her brother, Stephen Weber, is the new chief of staff at General Hospital. Stephen tries to help her deal with Lucky and Nicholas, and so does her friend, Robin. Nicholas decides to leave town, but Elizabeth stops him. When he makes plans again, he and Elizabeth end up sleeping together while saying goodbye. Lucky walks in on them. Oh, shouldn't have gone for that last round. Uh huh. <laughs> then he starts drinking, and Elizabeth confronts him about this. He tells Elizabeth that he knows about her and Nicholas. He breaks off the engagement, and Elizabeth is devastated and becomes depressed. Elizabeth has two meltdowns at the hospital, which eventually lead her to being suspended by Nicholas. Because remember, at some point, he had taken over. Yeah. One night, Elizabeth goes back to the church where she and Lucky made their vows as teenagers, wanting to get back the happy times of her life. She falls asleep there and ends up passing out. Lucky finds her there and brings her to the hospital where she is treated for hypothermia. At the hospital, Elizabeth finds out that she is pregnant but doesn't know who the father is. She ends up on the roof of the hospital trying to kill herself. Liz, Lucky manages to find her and convinces her not to punish herself forever. However, this incident makes Lucky, Nicholas, and Stephen realize that Elizabeth is in serious trouble and they end up sending her to Shady Brook for treatment. There she confides in Stephen that she believes Nicholas is the unborn baby's father Nicholas's evil grandmother, Helena Cassadine, finds out and comes to Shady Brook to claim the Cassadine heir. When she makes a scene... She was like five minutes pregnant at that mm-hmm. point, and Helena's already on top of it. Yep. When she makes a scene to have Helena evicted, she finds out that Helena had made a donation to Shady Brook to have the doctors on her side. She comes back later and threatens to take Elizabeth's sons away from her to deem her an unfit mother. Fortunately, Lucky appears, gun in hand and tells Helena to leave Elizabeth alone. He decides to be Elizabeth's protector against Helena. Elizabeth is visibly hurt by the way that she abused Lucky's trust, and he decides to tell her that he forgives her to help her get better. Nicholas comes over after Lucky leaves and tells Elizabeth that he loves her and wants a future with her. Elizabeth refuses because she wants Lucky back. Nicholas tells her that that might not happen, that she's carrying Nicholas's baby, blah, 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 blah. And long story short, Helena winds up having the tests, the paternity tests tampered with to show that Nicholas is the father. Nicholas brings Cameron and Jake over to visit Elizabeth on March 1st, 2010. I wonder who Helena uses for her paternity test because Brad wasn't around then. I don't know. After taking them home, he comes back and tells Elizabeth that he brought them over to Windermere to play with Spencer. And he's been trying to make an effort as a father by spending time with the three kids. Elizabeth has a therapy session with her friend, Dr. Lainey Winters which Nicholas and Lucky attend. Talk about Mm co-parenting. When left alone, Elizabeth admits to Lainey she wasn't sure what she wanted before, but now she knows she wants Lucky back. However, outside the room, Lucky tells Nicholas that he hopes that Nicholas is the father of the baby because he realizes that his and Elizabeth's relationship is over. The paternity results reveal that Nicholas is the father, but unknown to anybody, Helena had the results switched and Lucky is the biological father of the baby. Elizabeth goes back to work, but has trouble concentrating. So Stephen assigns her to the oncology wing. I'm sorry. If you're having trouble, that's a very difficult. Yes. I'm not saying like any part of the hospital is difficult, but you're going to send her to cancer. Right. Send her to the nursery. Mm -hmm. Snuggle with some babies. Yeah. Don't. I mean, (sighs) no, I agree. And that's very important care. Not that all care at the hospital isn't, but like you're saying, with the babies, it's a standard of care, assuming that they're all full-term and fine, 
check them for this, make sure they've done this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. The oncology unit, that's a lot of personalized care because your neighbor has a different kind of cancer and a different medicine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. She meets Shirley Smith, a terminal cancer patient who wishes to spend the remaining few months of her life enjoying herself. Elizabeth cannot seem to find anything happy in her life at the time and gets a new perspective on life from Shirley. The next few months is a battle with both Nicholas and Helena, who both threaten to take the baby away from her when it's born and try to convince her to move to Windermere. Lucky comes to the rescue with Helena, and later Nicholas kicks her out of Windermere. Elizabeth gets jealous when she sees Maxie hanging out with Lucky, but Lucky later sets her straight about the two of them and how they will not be together again. With some coaxing from Shirley and this firm declaration, Elizabeth resolves her differences with Nicholas and agrees to let him be a part of the baby's life. Nicholas is happy that she has come around and also acknowledges her mistakes in their affair, assuring her she's not the only one to blame. On July 15, 2010, Elizabeth goes into labor a month early while at Windermere with Cameron, Jake, Nicholas, and Spencer. Despite medication, Elizabeth's labor does not stop. Unknown to Nicholas or Elizabeth, Lucky is outside the delivery room after Maxie informs him that Elizabeth was admitted. She gives birth to a baby boy with Nicholas by her side. They name the boy Aiden Cassidyne, and both parents happily bond with the son. When Nicholas hires Brooklyn as his professional escort. Ugh. And I just don't like that phrasing, too. Yeah. Like, as a professional escort. That's an actual business. It is. That wasn't Brooklyn, though. I mean, the whole situation is uncomfortable. Right. But she was not a paid escort. escort. Right. There was no services being exchanged. No. How about he just asked her to be his escort or his date? Right. You know, Elizabeth becomes jealous, which, yeah, I mean, you just had a baby. You're jealous of any woman that can fit into a pair of jeans without feeling <laughs> that you can put on a pair of jeans. <laughs> Elizabeth begins going to Windermere to visit. She begins going to Windermere with Aiden to visit Nicholas and arranges playdates for the three of them. One time she goes over and finds Brooklyn asleep in Nicholas's arms. After another time, Nicholas and Brooklyn shared their first kiss she comes over to see Nicholas and finds Brooklyn making plans for a night in Manhattan with Nicholas. Ugh. When what? Nicholas comes in, Elizabeth tells him that she made a doctor's appointment for Aiden. Nicholas asks what's wrong and says, and she says he probably just has an ear infection. She tells him it's not important, but he insists on coming with them. Brooklyn suggests that the reason Aiden is being fussy is because Elizabeth's messing with his routine. And we talked about this. Yes. During Aiden. And then Nicholas and Elizabeth end up taking him to General Hospital, where Aiden's pediatrician tells him that Aiden is fine, just cutting a tooth. And that is Elizabeth Weber from 2008 to 2010. All right, so this episode is definitely going to be three parts. I was wrong. Yeah, well, it's, (laughs) I mean, there was a lot missing, and is there anything that I should have left out? I mean, no, I all think of that was really, it was, it was important. She was like a main character and all of that. Exactly. And there are, a, there's obviously a ton of stuff that she's been side character too. Yes. So last week we went to Instagram and asked a couple questions. The first was, what's your favorite Liz memory? Oh, this should be good. Yesterday's episode was all about Liz. We shared our favorite memories and what we think when we think of her. And we'd love for you to share your stories as well. And we had a few comments. FHS underscore mom, Liz breaking Jason in the penthouse with her heart and her hands. Loved it. L-U-V-H-P-S-S-1, rescuing Jason after he got shot. Liz as a hardworking single mother. Her friendship with Epiphany. 
and what her whatever her sons will be. Meaning, like, she doesn't care. Okay, maybe. They they can, they're free to be their own people. Yes. She's not going to push them She's not a helicopter. in a certain direction. Yep, okay. Got it. Then, OMG Lily, 22, Liz marrying Franco in the jail cell. And then Demetria, and we've already mispronounced her name before, we so have. I'm not even going to. <laughs> so, apologize. Not going to say your whole name. When she finally found happiness with Franco, loving her boys would lay down his life for them. And then the second question that we asked was your thoughts about Liz. Love, hate, love to hate are totally torn (laughs) because we talk about this all the time. We like her. I do like her. I, yeah, torn. Torn, I guess, is the answer. Struggle with her. Sometimes she just does things that I don't agree with. Mm Mm-hmm. M underscore Lewis, 2008, love her. LMB Jeb, love her. Sean Demira, I always tend to root for her. Haven't been mad at her since the Jake Doe story where she was lying to keep him for herself. Bad girl. (laughs) Trish Lynn S, love her now, but there have been times where I've hated her. Usually I'm rooting for her. And I feel like that's what we say too. And then PJ Brigham, love. P underscore Whittington, love her. A lot of love she mm-hmm. has. Conti Deborah, feel bad for her now. This Kim BS should stop now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I guess Franco will get his memory back and Kim will be pregnant. Mm-hmm. And Tracy Phillips 7 said, yep. And we talked about this. We yeah. don't want that. No, we don't want that to happen. She- but I agree that's where the storyline mm-hmm. might end up. CRC underscore Survivor 2018. Always a Liz fan, especially when she plays dirty with the best of them. Chris Hodges, four. I do not like Liz. My mom loves her. We have many debates on this love-hate relationship. (laughs) And I said, I would love to know what your debates entail. And she said, the most heated of them were about who was better for Jason. I'm team Sam in that department. I think she's a sneaky sneak, but tries to be goody-goody. Mom thinks she's a sweet little angel. It's all in good fun. I know she's always got a trick up her sleeve. I love to not like her. And it gets my mom going. Oh, that's So that's cute. half the fun, though, is when yeah. you know someone doesn't. Yeah. And that's why I said, I was like, you know, we keep it in jest, too. And just keeps it interesting. So I love that it's all in good fun. Tracy Phillips 7 says she should get Franco back, be in love, and never befriend Kim again. <laughs> I do yeah. agree at this point. Divorced underscore traveler. Oh, my God. Sometimes I want to strangle her. Sometimes I want to comfort her. Okay. Most times I want to smack the snot out of her. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Demetria said that she's judgmental. Sellers. L-E-H-M-K-U-H-L. I really like Liz right now. Strong, determined, did not take any crap from Jason or Sam. Polly underscore Camario. Love. Grace Marlene. She's very judgmental. All of her kids have different fathers, yet she acts high and mighty. She should mind her business more. Love her with Lucky, but these storylines lately for her have been horrible Need some new fresh writers because these ones aren't cutting it lately. And Tara Carlucci, 19, love. So thank you all so much for all of your input. So I guess that's it for part two of Elizabeth Weber. We'll meet you back here on Monday for the weekly recap. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. 
Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.